you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. And now, move the sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? DJ Bucky here. Move the sticks just a couple weeks away from the start of the NFL regular season. We have college football kicking off on Saturday. As much as we want to preview the Stanford Rice game, we're going to pass on that today, Bucky, (laughs) because we've got some big-picture previewing to do for the National Football League. That's right. We're going to take a look at the AFC. Everyone wants to know which team can chase the New England Patriots. The Patriots are anointed as a team that's going back to the Super Bowl based on their roster additions on top of a team that just won it. Let's see if there's some teams that can give them a run. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got the AFC to roll through. And by the way, if you're looking for some videos to, uh, to get you going here for the start of the season, we have the Move the Stick Scouting Index preview video. So let me explain that real quick. We go through each division. We look at six different categories, I believe it is, right, Bucky? We look at the uh, Uh, quarterback. Quarterback, skill position, offensive line, front seven, secondary, and coaches. Six different categories. Six different categories. We rank them one to four, and we end up tallying the totals and uh, low score wins. So obviously it's like golf. And then that gives you an idea of who we think has the most talent heading into the start of the season. So that's one way of previewing it, which you can check those videos out on. Sully, give me the name of the uh, website where you can find all our goodies. That is uh, NFL.com slash MTS video, and then they'll also be up on YouTube. They'll, they'll roll those out over the next couple weeks leading into the season. Okay, so that'll be out there for you to check out. So be on the lookout for those. Uh, but today, this is generally what, what we think, though. Bucky and myself will each get a chance to vote who we think is going to win these divisions, how it's going to shake out. Because in our index, you know, the quarterback position gets the same value as a secondary, and we know that the quarterback is a little more valuable than that. So we can we can change our personal predictions of how we think this is going to go down the AFC. Yeah, this should be fun because it is all about the quarterback and the guys that can get the quarterbacks to play well, that can surround them with the right talent. They're going to position their teams in a, in a spot where they can win a lot of games. All right, and uh, before we get into this, Bucky, I do want to tease something fun I want to do a little bit later in the episode once we get through the AFC. 
Uh, I'm going to call this – I'm calling this random report. I'm just going to grab a random report. We've played hits and misses in the past where I'll read an old scouting report and try and guess who it is, and I'll let you know whether I got him right or whether I got him wrong. This is kind of a twist on that, just a random dude, somebody you don't you haven't thought about in a while. I'm just going to pull a report from the past and, and read him and just kind of – let's just have a happy moment, just reflect. I'll work on uh, getting a drop for that, too. Yes, let's yes. get a drop for that, yes. Sully. Get it's, that it's done. It's been a while since we've had a, a new Move the Sticks drop. Let's and, get it. And, by the way, speaking of – well, that's not really big news. It's just a little something fun I want to do. But big news. We teased uh, – the last couple episodes we had some big news coming. I think we can go ahead and run that out right now. I got permission right. from, the, from the suits. Right. We are going to be doing uh, our our Tuesday Thursday podcast, which we've done in years past. Or last year we did it was the first year we went to two a week, I believe. Right? Uh, yep. This year, hey, why why settle for two when you can crank it up a little bit? Let's get the threes up, yeah, baby. and let's do it in a fun fashion because we're going to be doing a podcast. Bucky, got to stay up late. I know we both like to get up early now. <laughs> got to stay up a little later. Stay up a little later because Sunday night after the games have concluded. Uh, Bucky and myself, we're going to get on the mics, and we're going to drop probably about a 30-minute uh, podcast, just a little something-something for you uh, that you can download and have. You go to bed. You don't stay up for us, okay? You go to bed. You wake up Monday morning. you got a, that commute in the morning. You want to go get that workout in. We're going to have a little Move the Sticks podcast there waiting for you with our 10 big takeaways from the week. Yeah, this should be exciting. I'm really excited to have the opportunity to talk. On Sunday, because Sunday, the immediate reaction after the games is fresh. You haven't necessarily uh, mulled it over. You, you give it raw, uncut. I'm excited to give maybe 10 takeaways from the games on Sunday night to be able to give you the information that you need on your commute so you can go and be the smartest guy in the office. And I guarantee our international fans are going to love this. Oh, they're going to love it. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. how the time change works, but I think this works out good for you. Yeah, yeah. As as uh, a, a man that shall not be named on another podcast says, uh, you, you could do the math. You could do yes. the math there. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, so, anyways, that's that's one of our big announcements we've got for you. We've got some other cool things in the works, so we'll let you know as those come up. But, Buck, uh, let's jump in right away here, and let's start AFC East. Uh, we need, don't need to really need a drum roll for this one, do we? Oh, uh, yeah, we do. You want a drum roll? Yeah, we have to. Nice, Sully. Sully gave us a drum roll. But come on, yeah. this is the New England Patriots division. Always has been, always will be. Yeah, okay, that goes without saying that they're the favorites. But do we really believe that there's a team that can maybe no. challenge them? No. Come on. You going to go Dolphins. Miami? You going Miami? Dolphins have beaten them before in a division. Uh, look at look at that. Okay, so let's say this. Okay, hold, hold, so hold let's up. let's just say let's just say the Dolphins. We'll say the Dolphins. I mean, the Patriots going to be the division winner. Do we believe the Dolphins can secure one of the wildcard bursts? Yeah, but I want to go back to your previous point here because you're trying to make it sound like there actually is some legitimate competition they inside are. this division. I'm gonna just I'm gonna roll some just names. the Dolphins. I'm, I'm gonna roll some names out to you real quick. Just okay? the Dolphins. Hold up, let me let me roll these names out to you, and you tell me where your confidence level is at. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Brandon Cooks, you've got Edelman, you've got all these dudes, all these weapons, and you're gonna trot out Byron Maxwell, um, Xavier Howard, who I kind of like, but uh, that group. But Nate not, Allen at safety. I do like Rashad about, Jones. It's not about those guys. They so. can't cover those dudes, man. You don't have to. You don't have to cover them if you knock Tom Brady down. Ah, balls out. You don't have to. Balls out. You don't have to knock him down. Balls out. The Dolphins have been one of the teams that have been able to kind of give. They them play some well. In, it's down in Miami, right? They play yeah, well I mean, down they, there they, in Miami. They, they, they are they going to score problems. with them? No. Yeah. No. There's no. They're Jay not. Jay Cutler is going to score with Tom Brady. So we're just saying that the Patriots just going to light them up, just run up and down the field. I will say this. I will say this. Pet peeve of mine. Um, I love. I think when Cutler went inside, the, when Cutler signed with the Dolphins, uh, somebody had posted, "Here's Jay Cutler's numbers against New England." 
I'm like, everybody's numbers against New England suck. Like, this is not something you can't do. That's not fair to do to Jay Cutler. Come on. He's playing on an inferior team, playing against those Patriots squad, playing from behind. Uh, it wasn't going to end well. It, but by the way, it's not going to end well this year either. Ah, uh, but I think it may end better than most people think. Nine I think wins, this, this, Miami. Nine wins, oh, higher or lower. I think I think they get over. Really? Yeah, I'm okay. taking the over. Okay. I'm taking the over. So you like the Dolphins second? I do like the Dolphins. That, second. To me, it's top heavy, right? Because then we get Jets, Bills. I think don't. I, don't, I said the Jets have one of the worst rosters I've seen in a, in a decade. I'm on record with that. It's bad. Um, but Buffalo's chasing them, Buck. They're they're running. I mean, they got a million draft picks, and that's great for next year. And we'll be talking about them in the spring. But this could be a bad football team this year. Man, you're really bad at you. Mad at the Bills? You're really on the Bills. Let's see what let's see what they have. They they got your guy. I like Shady. Yeah, Shady. Shady's the only blue blue chipper. So can they cover? <clears throat> they can play zone. Can they? Can they? Can they beat anybody on the outside? They, they I like Zay Jones, but they can play zone on defense. They're gonna hope that Marcel Darius can get after the quarterback. Maybe Jerry Hughes is more comfortable in a four man front than he was in Rex Ryan's three four defense. So maybe that gives them an opportunity. So we go. We're gonna go Patriots, uh, Dolphins, yep. Bills, Jets. Yes. Okay, we're in agreement on that. Let's go to let's go to the AFC North. This one's intriguing to me. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, Buck. I, I I still say when you just look, especially getting Le'Veon Bell back in the mix, and you bring in Martavis Bryant to come back. Man, I I just I, I can't go against them. I, I just I know it's kind of chalky, but uh, I think you got to stick with the Pittsburgh Steelers as the favorite inside this division. Well, I think you have to because on paper they have the best offense by far in terms of their explosiveness, what they're able to do. And I'm really encouraged because Lev Bell has set up most of training camp. Uh, he didn't sign his franchise tag, waited to the last minute. I saw the tweet where he said he'd come uh, the 1st of September. That's when he will show up for work. So I can appreciate that. There you go. Um, but James Conner, James Conner got the heavy workload in week two of the preseason, had a 100-yard game, ran the ball very well. Even though he dropped a couple passes, we know that he can catch the ball. If they're able to have that one-two punch where they don't have to keep Lev Bell on the field every snap and get that kind of production, Pittsburgh Steelers are even more dangerous because now they get a chance to grind, play a little ground and pound to go with that explosive aerial attack. That makes them even tougher to defend, tougher to slow down, tougher to beat. All right, let's bookend this thing, right? So we're in agreement the Browns are the fourth team in the division, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, I'm, I'm okay I like some of the young pieces that they have in place, but and I hope Miles Garrett is the rookie of the year. I think he's a special talent. I, I, I'm a big fan of his. But I think Pittsburgh won, Cleveland too. The debate to me is Baltimore and Cincinnati, and I go back and forth on this one, Buck. I, you know, Joe Flacco's injury and whatever you think of Joe Flacco, there's a big drop off to him, uh, to Ryan Mallett. I, I think that huge is, that the factors into it, and I think Cincinnati. We talked about him in the run-up to the draft. Joe Mixon is kind of the X factor in this division. Uh, we don't know what John Ross can bring to the table if he's healthy, but I think Joe Mixon is the difference there, and I go Bengals 2, Ravens 3. And don't forget about our guy, Bucky and I's guy, Josh Malone, too. Oh, he had to Coming throw on. that one in Tennessee. there. Tennessee. Tennessee balls. Had to. Tennessee. Had to. Tennessee. That, that's what you guys – that's what, that's Oh, what by, the, by for, the way. For, for skipping Barnett and, and, and Kamara. Yeah, and we just like to, we like to mess ago. with you on that yeah. one. Oh, but, know, by the way, you're going to love this. So – one of the things we'll just kind of unloading a lot of goodies we got coming up uh, this year. We have um, uh, a guest that's going to be on once a month for us as we get into the season. Is a coach named John Lilly. John Lilly's coached in college football forever. Coached with the Rams last year as tight ends coach. He's he's sitting out this year, but he's going to kind of help us here on Move the Sticks. We're going to give him a special project once a month. 
There's no insight like a coach's insight. He's going to dig into a project, and he's going to come on with us once a month for 10 minutes and reveal uh, what he's learned from studying some tape. So it's going to be a great asset for us. I'm really excited about it. Uh, you can but look forward do you know to what him. he told me? Do you know what he told me, Sully? What did he say? First of all, he did his homework on you because I told him, you know, he's our <laughs> producer. He did his homework. He goes, and, he, tennis, and he coached at Georgia, he goes, too. Tennessee guy. We coached at Georgia, but you know where he coached at for a long time before that? No. Florida State. Oh, He was 98? at Florida State when they played the national championship game. Oh, against yeah. the Tennessee Vols. I was there, eight years old. Were you eight really? You were at the game? I was there. Yep. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, what, what, do Peerless Prize. Do you remember a lot about the game? Oh, yeah. I've watched it about a thousand times. Yeah. Yeah. Peerless Prize down the down the far sideline from T. Martin. You foam finger? Are you foam finger? What were you? Uh, I, I probably had a foam finger uh, on <laughs> yeah. at least during the tailgate. Yeah. <laughs> so. There you go. So, anyways, <laughs> he's got that connection with you. So, that's another that's, little that's nugget. Good. We've got some but cool stuff. You can look forward, uh, look forward to him. Uh, on our NFC preview. Oh, yeah. It's next coming Tuesday. Next, next Tuesday. It's going right. to be phenomenal. All right, Buck. Uh, so, are you with me on that, though? Bengals over Ravens? Yeah, I'm two, with you three. on that. I, I like the Bengals. I like what the Bengals have done. And I know there's a lot of pressure on Marvin Lewis because they haven't won a playoff game. But they've been well positioned. They've won a division a handful of times. They've been to the playoffs a handful of times. Just haven't gotten over the hump. But when I look at this team and I look at Joe Mixon and some of the pieces that they have in the passing game, they're setting it up where Andy Dalton can be more explosive, take advantage of more opportunities to push the ball down the field. And then on defense, I like their front seven, and I think this secondary is going to bounce back and have a better year. The Ravens, I think, have a really good secondary, and I think they've got some good places up front. Have you seen the pitchers or watched any of Brandon Williams at all in the preseason? Yes. He is ginormous. He is yes. already a big dude, explosive, powerful guy. They paid him a bunch of money. But he looks even bigger this year. Absolutely. And, and I, I mean, I, I – I like the Ravens. I just worry about the Ravens. One, Flacco's injury is significant. When you're dealing with a back injury, older quarterback, you want it. Will he ever get back to being what he was? And even what he was was just probably like a a, a 15 to 16 ranked quarterback. You don't have a running back that can really. I like Terrence West, but. Right. We'll see. I, uh, the Dixon losing Kenneth Dixon was a big loss. It hurts him, but my guy may get a chance. Tyquan Smoke Mizell. Uh oh, Smoke from University of Virginia. He's the only guy in ACC history to have fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred rushing, receiving. He's played well for them in the preseason. Maybe he gets into the rotation, does a little something for him. I he, like that. I like the That's nickname cool. too. You got to give smoke props for Smoke. 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 Shifty. That's strong. He's uh, he's also going to be racing in Richmond this uh, this weekend. Uh, very NASCAR. Very NASCAR name there. Uh, let's go on now, Bucky. We're outside the AFC North. Let's go AFC South. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what. Can I give you a, a semi-bowl prediction? Yeah, what's your bowl prediction? Semi. Just going semi. Remember last time the Colts had a quarterback that was injured? What happened? Oh, it was bad. It fell off. Curtis Painter. Oof. Uh, Reggie Wayne can tell you all about those that mm-hmm. year, but that was no Peyton Manning. Ended up working out for him, though, because you end up getting Andrew Luck with the first pick. <laughs> but if Andrew Luck doesn't get healthy and misses a big chunk of oh, this so season. You're not, you're not a big fan of Scott Tolzien? They could, they could no. be a sneaky candidate for number one pick. No, Scott Tolzien It could be doesn't. a dream, though, because unlike unlike that situation, right? They, they couldn't pass on Andrew Luck. So that Peyton moved on and, and had some huge years in Denver, went on and won a Super Bowl. Congratulations to your Vol, uh, Sully. But this is a situation where if you know Andrew Luck's coming back to full health and you're the Colts, you punt this season, you suck, 
you end up with the first overall Suck for pick. Sam. Yeah, you've got a well, we don't know if he's coming out, Sully. We're not right, allowed to right, right, right. That's 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 not where that's not the chartered waters we're allowed to right. enter. That's but true. um this could be potentially a very good quarterback class with some teams in dire need of a quarterback. You have one in Andrew Luck. They might be able to auction that thing off for players and picks. It'd be might be the best thing that ever happened to them. Uh, as a franchise, so it'll be interesting to see with them. They, they, I think they end up finishing uh, in last place in this division below the Jags. Buck, am I crazy? Yeah, I think I think you can. Like, I, I, this is a team defensively. They can't really get up to the quarterback. Yeah. I know you got Jabal Sheard. You have some other Simon guys John in. Simon. Yeah, but those guys aren't necessarily guys that scare you off the edge. And then in the secondary, you're trying to break in some young dudes. You have Malik Hooker that you're trying to figure out if he can get on the field and be a nice big-time player as a first-year starter. And then you're still messing around with T.J. Green. Is T.J. a corner? Is he a safety? Where does he play? And not only does he play, does he start opposite Vontae Davis? A lot of questions that you're dealing with if you're the Indianapolis Colts. And that offensive line again, yeah. you know, we'll see. The injury there to Ryan Kelly was a bummer. And your quarterback is not throwing a pass. Yeah, that's the big thing. That's that's why I'm saying – so let's start them. We, we come in with them at four. At the top of the division, Tennessee's kind of the Vogue pick, Buck. I, I think when you look at Tennessee and Houston, I think both teams have good defense. Obviously, Houston's a better defense, but Tennessee has got some a good pass rush, some some good bookends there, and some nice pieces in place. I just think when you look at the difference in quarterback between Tennessee and Houston, I think that tilts me towards the Titans winning this thing. It should tilt you towards the Titans, but I'm going to go with the Houston Texans because I believe their defense is better. This is a Dominant defensive team. When J.J. Watt comes back, three-time defensive player of the year, his ability to control the game, take over the game. Jadavian Clowney played at a Pro Bowl level. You still have Whitney Merkulis. Um, I just think up front they can give you so many problems without really having to blitz. I think that may be the deciding factor. And we actually need to see how Tennessee plays in these meaningful games down the stretch. What does Marcus Mariota do when we're in those last four games of the season? He's got to stay healthy. We need him to step up and take his game to another level. So are we finally going to see that pass rush that we were hoping to see out of the Texans? I hope so. See those dudes next to each other. That's going to be scary. We've talked about it. Stay on the field. To me, the best, one of the best uh, things I've seen from a pass rush standpoint was when San Francisco was in their recent heyday, when you had Justin Smith and Alden Smith lined up next to each other. Absolutely, pick your poison. Pick your poison, and and I think they have the ability to run those kind of games with Jadavian Clowney and J.J. Watt being able to line up. All over the place. Last year was actually a blessing in disguise for the Texans because they got a chance to discover what Clowney could do. And we saw that Clowney can be a takeover type guy. Even though the numbers don't reflect that, I think he had six and a half sacks, his impact, his dominance is felt. And now with three guys on that line that can make plays and get after the quarterback, they can create disruption in a number of ways. All right, so I don't have the Jags finishing in the cellar in this division, even though the uncertainty at the quarterback position, I think they end up finishing third in this division, Buck. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see that this is a team that there are a lot of high hopes for the Jacksonville Jaguars prior to the quarterback kind of laying an egg in the preseason. Uh, we, we would like to think that this roster is – need Fournette to be healthy. Fournette's got to play, you know, 14, 15, 16 games. He has to, and all those guys, they have to be able to run the ball. They have to be able to run the ball. They got to be able to run it down people's throats. They have to be able to dictate the terms on offense so then they also can protect their defense. Their defense has talent, but you still want to protect them a little bit. But more importantly, they got to find a quarterback that's not going to give the ball to the other team and puts the ball within a reasonable strike zone to help his pass catchers make plays. How many carries for that a game? Well, I think you can divvy him up. I think he's going to get 20-plus per 20 game. 20-plus per game. I think yeah. the magic number for the Jacksonville Jaguars in the regular season is 35. If they're able to get over 35 rushing attempts per game, that means the game is going in their favor. That means they're going to win a lot of games. Can 20, I get, 20, then 15 to Ivory. 
about yeah, about they, that. They, sprinkle them in there. Yeah, they sprinkle them. Let me give let me give you some numbers here, Buck. You ready? All right, let's go. We're gonna go uh, zero and zero. Uh, let's go. Twelve touchdowns, fourteen picks. Fifteen touchdowns, nineteen picks. Four touchdowns, four picks. Eleven touchdowns, eleven picks. Thirteen touchdowns, fourteen <laughs> picks. And then three touchdowns, one pick. Three to much, yeah. That's Chad Henney on a yearly basis, touchdown interception. So I get people are excited. They wanted to move on from Blake Bortles. I get that. Garbage points. I get that. But Chad Henney, Bucky. I mean, I know. Come on. Come on. But I mean, remember, remember Chad Henney's job was supposed to play for the whole year so Blake Bortles could redshirt. He couldn't hold the job, after, but after a couple of weeks, they throw Blake Bortles in there. So as bad as Bortles has been, he's still accomplished a lot more than Chad Henney has. So this team, long he story has, short, but, but Brandon no, Allen, baby, let's get the Arkansas Razor back out there. No, let's no, go. No confidence in no confidence. You don't have the confidence Bortles. in either one of these guys. No confidence. You, have, you don't have confidence in Chad Henney. I mean, I have more confidence in Henney than Bortles. Oh, I don't. You might as well throw Allen into the fire and try to build for the future. I know what Chad Henney is. Yeah. And he's been in the league since 08. You, you know, you know. I know. I mean, he is. He is what he is. I didn't. Bucky, mean, how many times you seen the he's movie? He's been in the league ten years. How many times you seen Gosh. the movie? You know how it ends. Man, if I can come back, I want to come back as a backup quarterback. Oh, it's the gig. Just don't play though, because you get exposed. Oh, because once you get played, yeah, once you have to play. No, no, no. Oh, the gosh. worst thing that ever happened to uh, my guy uh, Sorgi with the Colts. Oh uh, yeah, he had to play. Oh, you hide as long as you can hide. Collect that check. Do he, not he, let he me play and show them what I've got. He played. That was the worst thing. Gosh. Um, okay, so we're done with that division. We only got one more here. We're rolling, man. Uh, AFC West. What are you thinking, Buck? AFC West. This, this is a really tough division. This is a tough division because I know it's easy to go out on a limb and say, you know what, the Oakland Raiders should win this division. They should be the team. Uh, they have the quarterback. They've upgraded. Marshawn Lynch gives them a player. But, man, I just think it's tough for them to go back. I'm going to say the Kansas City Chiefs somehow – Swiped the division the last week of the season. Kansas City Chiefs. Who's, like who's playing quarterback? Buck? I like it. The Chiefs. I'm just, I just teeing you. You know what Alex, I think. I'm just teeing Alex, you up. Alex Smith. Just teeing you up. Alex Smith. Not going gunslinger. He doesn't have to be a gunslinger. He just has to play winning football. Well, I was just saying. Me, me and me and Buck talked about this off the air though a little bit about Mahomes, right. who came on the pod. Love him as a dude, and mm-hmm. he, he does have a bright future. I think it's going to take some time, but uh, you can't, you can't scout off of paper you can't look at a stat sheet especially in the preseason you got to watch the tape and see what's going or see on see the guy throw a 90 yard ball or whatever it was in his pro day uh, look no, yeah but no, i mean no, i'm just but, saying when but, you watch the tape i i told bucky i said look it's screens and scrambles oh it's, i mean it's, it's all bubble screens it's bubble screen left right getting it out and quick. then scram- and then scrambles then he makes play on the move and right now those plays have been working out in his favor but when you watch the tape some of those throws that he's squeezing in there at some point the eyes kind of correct themselves. Especially when you start going up against ones. And then you, Throwing you over flip the middle side, you're going from big 12 secondaries to the toughest division when it comes to secondaries in the whole league. Yeah, it's a really, really good group. By the way, we are doing this inside a fancy uh, conference room here. Can we make it hotter in here, Sully? I mean, seriously. I mean, it it's really it's hot. freaking sauna in here. Uh, we've had a few meetings in here, draft meetings, the big meetings normally I mean, you happen got a little, here. you got a little thermostat up there. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, why don't you set that yeah, fancy yeah, head? Why don't you set that fancy head that yep. headset down for a second? See if you can help us out a little bit. Could, here. Uh, turn that turn that sucker down. Um, all right, Buck. So inside this division, you like the Chiefs number one. Why don't you just go through you, how you have it, and I'll give you my my take on it. So you got so, Chiefs one, man. So here's the thing: I like the Chiefs number one. I have the Raiders number two on paper, but there's something in me that feels like the Chargers are going to find a way to back their, their their selves into the playoffs. And I don't know how that's going to happen, but I'm really Bullish on the Chargers. So I have Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, 
And then the Broncos. Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Broncos. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. This is hard because I just did the uh, – I was just at the Rams-Raiders game. And the secondary for the Raiders – Is bad. Scares me. Yeah. But to get Gary and Conley in the mix will help. Like Carl Joseph. So you got two pieces back there. Can't cover everybody. Man, it's not – I can't. They're not good. They're not good in the back end, okay? That's legit. But offensively, this offensive line, is as much as Dallas gets their credit, this offensive line's filthy. Well, I think part of the reason that they had to go and get Marshawn Lynch is so they could do what Dallas was able to do is play keep-away football. Yep. So we know our defense isn't great. So what we're going to do is we're going to eat up the shot clock by running the football with Marshawn Lynch. We'll score early, hopefully jump on you by 14 points, and then Marshawn Lynch will get a heavy workload to kind of salt it away and force teams to get away from being one-dimensional where they can load up and coverage. But their biggest concern is the secondary, and can they hold up? And in that division with these quarterbacks, it's just going to be tough for the Raiders. All right, so here's how I'm coming with this thing. This is how I got. I, I'm going to go with the Raiders to win this division, and the reason why I'm going to do it, I'll spell it out for you here real quick. It's like you talk about baseball winning in the postseason. You right, you got to have starting pitching, and you got to be able to have somebody that can finish and close the door. Mm-hmm. Their starting pitching, which I'm going to equate to Derek Carr, their offense, their offense, they're going to sprint out to leads with with what they can do offense. They're going to sprint out to leads, and then they have like a two headed monster in the bullpen. Because you have Khalil Mack, who owns the fourth quarter. He had, he has I think he had five or six fourth fumbles last year, and a lot of them come yeah. at the, so, at the cr- crunch time. And then and I've against got divisional and, opponents and, too. And I've now got a running back. So so which one is the closer? So which one goes in the eighth inning, and which one is the ninth inning? Is is Marshawn Lynch the eighth inning? My no. My, here's your deal. Here's the deal. Nasty boys. <laughs> we're going nasty boys the reds it didn't what, dibble one night norm charlton the next night <laughs> with that randy myers the le- another one that you three. got me beat they had three so you weren't even born yet no, the nasty so, boys were on, doing their thing on, so you, <laughs> um no so you've got you've got a couple guys now khalil mack can finish a game marshawn lynch can finish a game so i think while it might be ugly at times where they're going to give up some big chunk plays in the secondary I I still like what they have overall. I'm going to go with the Raiders to win this division. I'm going to go. Oh, I'm with you on the Chargers. I f- I feel some I feel some good vibes for this Chargers football team, but I'm still going to go Kansas City second, Chargers third, and man, maybe we're both crazy because the Broncos not too far removed from uh, going to a Super Bowl and winning it. But uh, I have the Broncos at the bottom as well. Uh, I think that that shows how deep this division is. Are they the best division? And this in could be, and the, the the trouble could be, you know, last year. Gosh, let me see. Last year we had Kansas City and Oakland both twelve win teams, and you had Denver a nine win team. The Chargers a five win team. I think the Chargers win total jumps up. Denver comes down a little bit. I could see this kind of being a division where you have a couple ten and six. Uh, teams, you've got a, maybe a nine and seventeen, maybe an eight. And it could be a division where everybody's at five hundred or better. It's it's they a, just it's eat a, each other alive. Yeah, they're gonna get they're gonna beat each other up a little bit. Yeah, I think it could very well be that. Now, I mean, you talk about everyone being kind of clustered together, where maybe ten and six wins the deal, um, and it's because you just had to battle it out. Um, I like Kansas City's experience. I like the fact that they are a winning program. I want to see what Andy Reid does to expand. Tyreek Hill's role. Oh. oh boy! How do I expand it? How do I find a way to get more touches, more production? By the way, uh, I got a, losing. I got a f- couple fantasy drafts. I think this weekend. <laughs> Mine's tomorrow. Nice. Is it? Yeah. Tyreek Hill. Write it down, Sully. Write it down. Yeah. 
Writing it. You got to get that one in there. Uh, when I was at Kansas City, they could not get him the ball enough during training camp. All right, Buck. Be uh, before we get out of here. Referenced it. Um, I'm gonna call this a little random report here. Gonna give you a report from the past. Just a random dude. Can I get? Can I get, at least get to you? Yes. And this dude is actually still in the league. Okay. So just kind of a random report, right? See if you if you're listening at home. Don't guess, Buck, till we get to the end. See if you can figure out who it is. And uh, and I'll throw it out to you. You ready? All right. Here we go. 2008. Four-year starter uh, for the Ducks. I'm helping you out here in okay. a big way. 50 consecutive starts. Uh, lacks desired height but has developed NFL-ready body. Uh, finished 2008, 82 tackles, one interception, seven PBUs, two sacks. Functions as a rover in this defense. He'll cover in the slot, play the flat curl, or slide back into the deep half. Against the run, he's quick to read, has burst to close, takes good angles, solid tackler. Doesn't bring his feet with him on contact for big hits, but he gets the man down consistently. Against the pass, he's good in man coverage. Has a strength jam up tight ends fast and fluid enough to trail slot receivers all over the field. In the back half, very fluid pedal can burst out of his plant. His pass instincts are good, not great. Hasn't made any plays on the ball in these games, but has avoided giving up any. Uh, outstanding intangibles. He's a two-time captain. He plays hurt. He loves to practice. Uh, I said overall this player would step in and start right away. Uh, he could also play in the nickel if needed. So give it a second here so folks can see if they can put their heads on this thing. Still in the league. Give you the hint there. Four-year starter for the Ducks. Don't know if anybody other than Oregon is a Duck, right? Yeah. No, that'd be Oregon. You got an Oregon player. Wow. Jerry Spur? No. I like your thinking, though. Right right position. Uh, Patrick Chung? Boom. Boom. Nice. That a boy. Nice, Bucky. I have faith in you. I knew you'd get it. Patrick Chung still going. And the nickel. Where is he? Is he, he he's in New he England. Was, he's yeah, still he left New England. New England, went to Philly. Right. Maybe he's had another stop along the way somewhere, but I, it didn't work out as well in Philly. Back to New England. Okay. And he's been a good player for them. Wow. So that's a random report. So I'm thinking about throwing this thing in there. I like we need, it. We need a drop? We need a drop. I'll work on that drop. By the time this thing airs, do you? Th- no, we won't have it no. that fast. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next True. time. Maybe next time. Yeah, right. wishful, and you did get it a little bit cooler in here. So Yes, I did. I did. I, I, the, that thermostat's probably from 1970, so I was a little nervous messing with it. started making noises, but it worked. Oh. It worked. Buck, are you going to watch some college football this week? I might get around to looking at I'm it. I'm all over it. A little college uh, ball. Just a little bit. So here's, here's my tip. I always get tips from uh, – uh, scouts that are bouncing around. I've written about some of the stuff from the guys I talked to when I was down in the southeast. But had a bunch of guys that have gone through the West Coast that told me this little nugget, Buck. You ready for this one? I'm ready. They said, let me make sure this is the right, uh, if it's week one, because I believe it is week one. I'm going to find the team here. I, I said, like, give me an upset pick. Like, g- Give me somebody. You've been around. You've seen a lot of these teams. Um, give me a team you think should be on upset alert. For week here zero? For Saturday, September 2nd. Okay. Yeah. First week of the season. Told by a couple different guys. Mm-hmm. Northern Arizona is going to beat Arizona. Oh, boy. Ooh. We had such a good time with them, too. I loved. I love Coach Rich Rod. He was fun. Rich Rod and the two linemen Northern they brought Arizona? were so great. I guess Northern Arizona's got some dudes this year. Oh, boy. So I haven't obviously haven't got there yet for the draft prep, but I guess they've got a couple NFL prospects. And the te- people that have been through both schools said – do not be surprised if Northern Arizona were to beat Arizona. Wow! And that is a that is an eight o'clock kick. Late. So that's eleven Eastern Pac-12 Network game. Pac-12 Late after night. dark. It's happening week one out the gates. Wow. <laughs> Arizona, Ar- Northern Arizona. What are they? The Lumberjacks, Buck? Yeah. 
They are Lumberjack or the Jackrabbits. I remember something. going. I remember going there a couple of times. Oh, I've been up the Flagstaff. Nice. So that's your that's your little upset alert there I like for it. you. Uh, outside of Stanford Ice, you guys watching any of the games this weekend too? Sta- well, State? no. Oregon State is uh, a decent one. It is at Colorado State, and they're opening yeah. up a new stadium too, so that'll be fun. Yeah, that is good. No, yeah. I'm, I'm all over that, so I'm looking forward to it, man. It'll be uh, uh, it's, it's fun football weekend. that counts. It, whatever, yeah, the games count. It's awesome. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. That's uh, that's gonna do it for us today, though, Buck. You got anything else you want to throw out there before we get? No, out I'm here? really excited. I'm really excited for college football to kick off. Yeah, I'm excited for high school to kick off. Like oh, you got you got your game this week, right? We got a game this week. We get a chance to get a chance to play, but some of it is already kicked off. We've seen some teams already start to. Uh, do yeah, it. hopefully your Notre Dame does better than my Notre Dame. They uh, fell in their first game, so really? they got to bounce they back feel? this week. Ooh, my nephew, yeah. my nephew, they go. Uh, they're down in San Diego. They're traveling to Utah to play their opener. Um, out there in Utah, they had a little scrimmage, t- tossed five touchdowns in their nice. little scrimmage the other day. Nice. He's ready to go. go. Man, he got five the touchdowns. He's like six five, like two fifteen. I don't know where he got the. He didn't I get like the that pick. He tweeted out brother. four, four know, generations of quarterbacks. Yeah, it's, so a fam- it's a family business. Family business there. So same high school. My brother, myself, and then my brother's two boys. Uh, so four of us there. So, anyways, I'm excited for him. Brad Jeremiah, check him out. Uh, Christian High School down in uh, El Cajon, California. So they should have a good team. But looking forward to it, man. High school football is here. College football this weekend. We're almost done with preseason. The real games will count here soon. And uh, lots of big things in store here on Move the Stick. So, again, we've been mentioning this recently. It, just don't download the podcast. Just subscribe to it. It'll make it easier for you. And we mentioned the, the bonus baby we've got coming your way, uh, a third pos- podcast uh, in the fall, three a week. So just subscribe. It'll be easy for you. Just be sitting there waiting for you in the morning. Just a nice little wake-up present for you. Uh, that's going to do it for us here today. We will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to nfl.com slash podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.